The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching, where we help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun, using the best teaching method known to science: storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me this week is. Hi, I'm Helen. I'm a teacher in Buckinghamshire, teaching、uh, reception year one children at the moment. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm also teaching in Buckinghamshire, and I am working with year four. And today we are exploring art learning outcomes with this week's folktale from the Ashanti tribe of West Africa, which you can listen to by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for the spider who wanted to tell stories. There you can stream a video of me telling the story for your children, get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by the magnificent Mario Coelho, and even pick up some tips for telling the story yourself. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Rob and Helen here.、Um, Helen, you mentioned to me something about making a spider out of clay. Yes, I did. It's a really good opportunity. It sounds really simple. It's a really good opportunity for young children to learn to begin to learn just how to manipulate clay, how to get the shapes they they want, how to join clay together. So I would give them a lump of clay. They'd have to make just a a ball for the head and a ball for the body. Really、mm. simple, but actually in being able to manipulate the clay and smooth it over and join those two pieces, the children are learning sort of basic skills in、mm. clay work. And then to take it outdoors a little bit, well, you could either. So you've got eight legs, so <laughs> most spiders. So you could either you could either carry on using clay, and then you do some other skills. You know, rolling rolling clay, making making the legs that way, or you could take the activity outdoors, which I've done before, and the children have to use some natural materials to make the legs. And、uh-huh. usually they find sticks, sometimes other things, but it just makes that link between the out the outdoors and the indoors, and get them looking at. Can I just check the you you do this. After it's been in the kiln, right? I usually use air drying clay. Oh, okay. And,、um, <laughs> and <laughs> yes, just, just imagining、that. getting some clay, sticking some sticks into it, and then putting it into a kiln. Ah,、uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Disclaimer: I usually use air drying clay. Okay.、Um, so <laughs> the children can do that all in one session. They can make their little spider body, and then they can go searching for for natural materials、mm. outside.、Um, and yes, usually twigs or anything else. Or if you wanted to be take a different approach, you can use. Any art material that you like.、Mm-hmm. I used to like making spiders out of blue tack, which is sort of、oh, clayish.、Yes. <laughs> If only because then the legs are actually sticky, and you can kind of attach them to any surface like a, a, a an actual spider can. Oh, I, I like that idea. That's a great idea. Pipe cleaners have just popped into my head. Pipe cleaners. That's what <laughs>、yes. I was thinking of. They were in my head, but I couldn't think of the words. I was like things. So yes, pipe cleaners would make good spider legs. Then you've got the fine motor activities, you know, of, of bending the pipe cleaners, of moulding the clay,、mm-hmm. and another good cross-curricular link. Do you have any art for the seven to eleven age range, Rob?、Uh, I do.、Um, I've kind of linked this story set in a, a forest or a jungle with. Uh, a jungle setting in a different country.、Mm. Um, one of my favourite paintings is by Henri Rousseau, and it's the tiger in the storm.、Mm. Uh, I can't remember the name. I will do a quick Google, but it's it's got such a lot of detail in it, and 
it's set in a forest as well so you can see what a forest would look like and the artwork i would do with it is uh, it's called it's actually called surprised i would give my children um a piece of card of varying different sizes with a, a hole of a shape cut in the middle so it could be circular could be square could be any any shape and then you put that over part of the picture and then you have to copy what you can see within that frame hmm. now i would then to link it back to the story with the nancy i would say okay you've done that let it dry or if you've used uh just coloring pencils and felt tips leave it for the moment and then on top add one of the creatures from the story ah. possibly not wasps because they're a bit smaller but hmm. um you know, jaguar or a spider or uh, the snake well they are pretty big wasps if you're drawing them from an uh, point of view of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> the whole idea is it gives children um the chance to explore artwork that's already out there mm-hmm. um to form an opinion of it um and then to develop like their looking skills so rather than just seeing the picture what are you actually looking at in this picture hmm. and then being able to use different uh, media to try and recreate that, um, whether it's whether you use oil paint or pastels or colouring pencils, shading techniques, the whole lot, and then mm-hmm. adding their own personal touch on top. Uh-huh. So not quite just breeding the next generation of forgers, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the next generation of innovators. That, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Remind me the the name of the artist? Uh, Henri Rousseau. So where where does he come from? He is French. He is French. I was just trying to see whether we had a um, a Ghanaian link with either of your um, art topics here. Do they use clay much in Ghana? (laughs) No, I don't. I don't think so. I was trying to look up a Ghanaian artist. Um, but I mm-hmm. ran out of time because that is something I would I would do is is look up a Ghanaian like a well known Ghanaian artist look at their artwork. Mm. I suppose one idea I can throw in here is an example of art that is in the actual story, which is when Anansi um, makes a gourd. It's yes. almost practical art, isn't it? Course, Taking yeah. a piece of fruit and hollowing it out. And obviously, if you're telling the story around autumn, you can use this to lead nicely into your pumpkin carving for for Halloween, because I think gourds are also made out of calabash fruit, which is the same sort of family as pumpkins. Maybe you could have a, an exploration of using natural materials to make objects in the same way that you use the the fruit to make a bottle. Or it's kind of doing the opposite of what you, you've done with the clay, really, which is using a, an inanimate object to represent a, an animate one. Here we're taking something that is organic and using it to, to be something else, which I imagine is quite a Ghanaian thing to do. Uh, I know that a lot of um, the... Uh, the musical instruments which they have in West Africa, like the djembe drums, hmm. have got intricate detail on the outside of them. So that could be something that you study and then have a go at recreating as well. And that links very nicely into what we're going to be discussing tomorrow. <laughs> we'll be having a Nancy's help teaching music. 
That's all we have time for today, folks. If you try out any of these ideas, or if you'd like us to help you teach a topic you're soon to cover with your young learners, please let us know on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favorite podcast app. Tomorrow we'll have Anansi's help creating some music, but right now it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So. Cheerio! And we hope to hear your story soon.